Hello, everybody. Free from the shackles. This is Everybody Hits. I am Bo Wolf, joined by Matt Gelb, one of our Phillies writers for The Athletic. We are not joined today by Megan Montemuro, but we will be in the future. This is exciting. We are we are free to everybody. We're no longer behind the paywall, Mr. Gelb. This is big for us. This is giving me the energy I need uh, because this is the time in spring training where uh, you know, pitchers, they say they go through the dead arm uh, phase right about now. Mm. Well, I'm going through the dead brain phase right now. You've run it out is, of clean uh... clothes. Uh, <laughs> everybody's, every day is starting to run together. Yes, uh, the, I wrote, the, like, I wrote the a... The freshness of, of actual baseball games has dissipated. Yes, I wrote Thursday when it was Wednesday. and uh... <laughs> Did you? That's really good. Yes, yes. Uh, you don't know what day it is down here ever, uh, but you know the Phillies played a split squad day night doubleheader on Wednesday, which was a first for me uh, and a first I think for the Phillies. They I don't think they've ever done that, and uh, whoever made the Grapefruit League schedule should uh, should be punished. But uh, here we are. We uh, we are we are three weeks from opening day. Uh, exactly on three the three weeks from opening day. That's crazy, actually. It feels like it should be sooner. <laughs> You've got a nice little return to Philadelphia coming up. So Yes, I am coming home for a little break. Most. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. It's a good time to come home because uh, I've seen enough great for league ball, uh, and uh, it's time to recharge the batteries a bit. So I hope that uh, we are welcoming in a slew of, of new listeners to this podcast. Uh, for those of you who are joining for the first time, uh, this is ostensibly a Phillies podcast. Uh, Matt covers the team, as you would expect, and uh, I don't, so I, I still am not un- entirely clear what my role is here, but we're going to let Matt and, uh, and Megan do the heavy lifting, and uh, as if, if you are a Birds with Friends listener, you know that there are uh, bird puns. We don't, we don't do puns as much uh, as our segments, but we do esoteric references to fills. This is a fill-based show, and so uh, the meat of our show today is going to be focused on the bullpen. And uh, w- the meat of our show we call the Fig Jam, which is uh, a reference to uh, Phil Mickelson. And it stands for, for instant gratification, just ask Matt and or Megan. And uh, let's let's build a bullpen, Mr. Gelb. Uh, this is sort of the story of camp, right? Aside from, uh, aside from my Andrew McCutcheon prediction coming true and uh, everybody wanting to see what Spencer Howard and Alec Bohm look like. This is sort of the fun, right? This million group of, uh, of relievers. Let's let's find eight or so of them who uh, who can start the season with the with the team. The Phillies have still not made a cut in camp. They have seventy one players here. I think seventy one, forty ish are pitchers. Many of those pitchers are relievers. And, and and I'll be quite honest with you, Bo. I mean, this is this is uh, we've been here for for a little more than three weeks now. This is still a very difficult exercise to build a bullpen because I have no idea what the Phillies are going to do. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to the people in charge. They have no idea what they're going to do. And, and, and if that doesn't, I mean, you know, it's not well, it's the fun, greatest. Like new regime. You get, to, you don't know exactly how they're going to make these decisions. It's not like, you know, covering Howie Roseman where like, I, I sort of have an idea of the kinds of things they will be looking for. This is, it's fun. It is, it is, and and I think it's not. It's not like people should be worried that they don't know. I think it's good that they don't know yet, really, because, uh, you know, there are still three weeks, and, and they wanted to use the, these spring games as you know to sort of uh, figure out what they have. Now, I would say this: I, I don't think anyone is really 
separated themselves from the pack. And I think it's for a bunch of reasons. One, there are so many guys here, it's hard to keep track. Uh, and and two, there are only so many innings to go around, right? Yeah, two, there are only so many innings. And what is that that has led to is some of these relievers who are competing for jobs uh, you know, aren't coming into games until later in the game, in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning. And by that point, the quality of hitters that they are facing is not good. Uh, most teams have treated these Grapefruit League games as glorified minor league exhibitions. You know, by the time we get to the fifth or sixth inning, there's a, a total line change in the lineup. Uh, and you've got double A, A ball guys uh, playing the games. And so when you get a veteran reliever like Bud Norris, for example, who came into last night's game, I think in the seventh inning, uh, it's hard to tell, like, what you're seeing i mean like you can judge by the swings but then can you because he you know but Norris should easily be able to get a, a high a hitter out uh even in the spring so it's been hard to tell you know well, who's even, separated even beyond I, even beyond that like you know with these veteran relievers you don't really want to you don't want to over rate uh or like take too much into account of a spring training performance, right? Like, you know, no, no. Is, is Anthony Swarzak's five innings uh, this month going to be more important than like everything he did all of last year and the year before? It seems no, really it's right. not. I mean, exactly right. I mean, and so that's the thing is like you shouldn't be we shouldn't be looking at necessarily the stat line or the results this spring. You know, they're they're looking at how's this, how's the stuff playing. You know, they have uh, ways, especially if it's a home game, they have ways to measure. You know the quality of the stuff using using the sort of uh, the the trackman systems they have here, and uh, that's how you that's how you you know you factor that into the the overall picture, which is you know what what was the guy like last year? What is his track record? Is he healthy? You know how's the ball coming out of his hand? You know does he have a minor league option? Uh, will you know will he stay? Will he go to AAA if if we don't put him on the roster? These are all things that factor into this because you know they want to keep as many of these guys in the organization as they can because look like let's be real i mean the initial 13 man pitching staff that they break camp with uh will change and it will change mm -hmm. quite often this season as it should and i we, i've been saying this like uh i think this is the right way to go about building a bullpen none of these guys look great on paper but uh that's you know a, a bullpen performance is so fickle that some of these guys are going to pop you might as well uh, throw as many of them into the jumbler as you can and, and just find out uh, who does who who does like just sort of luck into a, a good season. And that said, like it's it's what you said, who of these guys can you can stick around? Like uh, I, th I think that those those minor league options matter because you want to be able to test all of these guys out at some point, probably. Right. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, if I had to guess as we try to build this initial bullpen that they'll probably lean you know, toward experience only because, you know, like the younger guys, uh, you know, who they might, you know, really want to take in the bullpen, you know, can go to the minors, right? And maybe it's not, maybe it's May 1st or June 1st or whatever when you're like, all right, let's, it's time to make a change. We need, we need to swap out, you know, this experienced guy for a younger guy. With that said, <laughs> you know, like some of these, you know, like, 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 I don't mean to like be be disrespectful here at all, but like here's here's a guy for example, Blake Parker, right? Mm -hmm. He 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 pitched a lot of innings for the Phillies last year. They 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 signed him as a free agent halfway through the season. Uh, he had started the year as the Minnesota Twins closer, which still boggles my mind. <laughs> and 
they the, he was a free agent this off season, uh, and he didn't sign until about a week or or ten days before spring training started. And uh, like I, I find myself wondering, like like why is he here? Uh, because I, I know why he's here. I mean, he he's not costing them anything, right? He's costing them ninety seven dollars a day, which is what the players get mm. in per diem and meal money. They get some kind of housing allowance, I think, too. Although, yeah, I think so. I think the minor league guys do. Uh, you know, they they are they are have not guaranteed Blake Parker anything, but uh, he's gotten into these games like in the seventh inning, and he's facing minor league hitters, and, and he's not he hasn't had a great spring. I mean, um, his initials are literally BP. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, nice guy. You know, threw his splitter more often last year. They want him to throw a splitter, but just like I just don't know why. He, uh, he's here because I, I feel like he's taking innings from other guys, and and you know it's complicating this. Yeah, I want to see those uh, Mauricio Yovera innings. Oh yeah, yeah. So what's complicating this is that minor league camp just opened, and the the first minor league game isn't until March seventeenth. So like they don't want to cut any of these guys, even though. Even mm. from big league camp even if they know that they're going to be in the minors because like they're just going to go back to minor league camp and start doing like like sprints like there's really nothing else for them to do right now so i, I there are some guys i've wanted to see more who haven't gotten a chance to pitch i feel like against better competition and uh i, I suspect that there might be come a time in the next week or so where they have a, a day where like let's say for example uh aaron nola is scheduled to start well, maybe they put them on the backfields in a sort of simulated game against minor against Phillies minor leaguers, so that they can use nine relievers in a grapefruit mm-hmm. league game, just so that they can maybe get some of these relievers uh, looks at 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 good competition, like real big league hitters in the first four or five innings of the game. I that think they might sense. do that. Yeah, and and there there aren't a lot enough innings to go around right now, and they need to see some of these guys face better hitters, and uh, it's. It's been dizzying, and, and I've tried to ask as many people as I can, like, who has stuck out, and, you know, the caveats are always like, well, I just, we, we just, it's hard to know. It's just really hard to know, and, and it, it has me questioning why we're doing all this. Um, you know, like, I am a proponent that Grapefruit League games should be seven innings, at least uh, for the for the first, you know, month of the spring, and, I, and I'm a purist. I love baseball. I don't want anything about baseball to change except for the length of the games, but, uh, these games don't need to be nine innings. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think, uh, you know, this is a fun, this is a fun exercise. I mean, if, 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 I, if I were starting now, I think there's three locks, like there's no question. Uh, Hector Neris, Jose Alvarez, Adam Morgan, they are on the team. They are healthy. Uh, they are on the team. Sir Anthony Dominguez is actually getting into a great league game on Thursday. We're taping this in the morning, Thursday morning, so uh, we haven't seen him pitch yet. But uh, it's possible he's, he's... it's possible his arm will fall off by this evening. But <laughs> we we may have to retape. Uh, but that that's a good sign for the Phillies that he's going to get into this game. There, there's just because he hasn't gotten into game yet doesn't mean he won't be ready. Because as we've noted, there are still three weeks left until opening day, so he has plenty of time uh, to to be ready for opening day. I I think. The fact that he's getting into a great for league game on March 5th uh, is a is an indication to me that he will be on that opening day roster, uh, which I had been skeptical about until uh, I came to the complex this morning and uh, he was on the list to pitch, which we were not aware of 
uh, until uh, this morning. So there's, that's four, right? And then that gives you four I, spots where you basically just can spin the wheel and, you know. I have one question on those, four, on those four guys. Um, and that is, is on Adam Morgan. Uh, you know, he is, he, his splits are very left-right. Like, righties hit him very hard when they faced him last year. And with the new rule, is he, is he a lock-lock? Like, should he be a lock-lock? Yeah, I, I think so. I also think the splits were a little skewed last year because they, uh, they they went out of their way to protect him against righties, which I, I I don't know if they needed to do that all the time. Like actually, Jose Alvarez's numbers against righties were 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 way worse than okay. Adam Morgan's numbers against righties. So, you know, yeah, they're they're both locks. They but they they need to get righties out, and and uh, because of those the new rule. Uh, that that is harder and I, I don't look at either one of those guys though as like your loogie you know the left-handed one out guy uh i think they're better than that loogie they, anymore, right? you can't have a loogie right so i think they are better than that i think that this new rule uh you know might hurt them a little bit but it it, it shouldn't affect them too much because i okay. i think both are are better than a left-handed specialist do they do the, do either of those guys have options I don't, I don't think no they don't no okay. both of them are so options they're, they're both they're... on arbitration contracts you know so I mean those guys are on I mean those those guys okay. are so that's four spots that's four uh, spots I guess I guess the the first question we should do in terms of filling out the next four spots is what do you expect the back end of the rotation to look like because presumably whoever does not earn a, a job in the rotation is in the mix yeah so this is a this is a great question here I mean this is a this is a really interesting dilemma i i think you know let's let's say there are three guys right now going for that fifth spot because there are it's nick pavetta vince velasquez and ranger suarez should be in that group because they are seriously considering him yeah he's left-handed uh he's he's pitched really well this spring uh they they like the idea of him as a starter he was a starter his whole career until last summer i i don't think that all three of those guys are going to be on the opening day roster I think that one of those guys, or maybe even two of those guys, has to go to AAA to stay stretched out. Because so, do they, what is the the early season schedule? How often will they need a fifth starter? I think they're going to go with five, you know, early right on. Uh, they 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 don't have an off day until uh, more than a week into the season, I think, because they are opening up in Miami. Uh, so there's no, you know, typically those off days are built into the right. schedule early on because uh, you're opening up in cold weather. The Phillies don't have that this year. Um, their first road trip is seven games, and it's in seven days. So uh, I, I think they're, they're going to go right out of the barrel. They're going to go with uh, with five starters. So th- this is the dilemma: is it, it, if one of your starters gets hurt in in Mar- in March or April, you know there really isn't you a lot somebody. of depth there. Yeah, I mean like Cole Irvin, uh, it, you know, could be your sixth starter, uh, and he'll probably be at AAA in the rotation there. I think but, he's better served to be your seventh or eighth starter, probably. Right? Yeah, right, right. I mean, like, and that's no dig on Corv, and I think he, you know, could be a good depth piece for them. But I don't know that you want him to be, you know, your 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 first option uh, if there, if a need arises in the rotation. So, man, like, it would be a tough pill to swallow, like for a Velasquez or Pavetta to have to be sent out. I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard conflicting things. You know, Girardi has said this a few times where he's like, well, we want, we need to take our 13 best pitchers no matter 
you know, who that is or what kind of role that is. And, and every manager says that every year. And the manager will have his, you know, will fight that, that war with the front office. And typically the front office wins those fights uh, because they talk about preserving depth and preserving optionality and, and uh, you know, ensuring that there are, are backup options. So I, I think that Suarez or Pavetta or Velasquez, one of those guys at least, is going to be at AAA stretched it out. Sense. It makes sense for yeah, one of those it guys does. to go down. It does. It does. Yeah. And, and all three have minor league options remaining. So, uh, you know, I... I think Velasquez is going to be the fifth starter. Can you tell that I'm I'm not really certain about that right now? Um, I, I do think that, that what will factor into the decision is which guy could possibly adapt better to a bullpen role. And I've heard different things. Like people, Some people think Pavetta could be a better reliever. Some people think that Velasquez could be a better reliever. Some people think that both are relievers. One <laughs> um, Suarez show that he could do it last year so so this is a cop-out let's just say that spot number five in the bullpen is one of those three guys okay one of those three guys will be the fifth starter one of those three guys will be in triple a and one of those three guys will be in the big league bullpen okay i think and that's for fine. now Depends for this for this now. well for this these purposes i'll yeah. say nick pavetta is in the bullpen and vince velasquez, velasquez is, is the and fifth suarez starter goes down. and suarez goes to triple a yeah okay that's fine. So there's three spots left to play with. Uh, and there are uh, about 25 contenders. So let's... Uh, I'll, I'll throw, <laughs> we are not going to talk about every single guy. We're not going to get to my, my guy, Trevor Kelly. I'm sorry. Trevor Kelly I was a little, uh, does not look good to me. Just based on the, the, the quick overview of his numbers I looked at. But you like a Trevor Kelly? No, I don't. I, I think... Oh, okay. uh, I think he'll go to Triple A and it'll be good depth there. I mean, I've seen okay, him pitch. So he, he came in. He came into the game late, late last night, uh, and is facing like a ball guys, and he's throwing from this you know sidearm angle, and it's like this you know he struck yeah. out the side. I mean, those guys don't have any chance against it, but uh, unfortunately, in the big leagues, the competition is tougher. All right, so let's. Uh, well, you know what? First, I want to ask you about my guy, Big Bob Stock. <laughs> Robert Stock hasn't pitched yet. Uh, he's got he... arm arm trouble, huh? Yeah, I asked him the other day, I said, he, he went for an MRI, there was like a, uh, Girardi thought it was something with the flexor tendon, which you never want to hear, and Stock was kind of cagey about it, but he's like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm good, um, still haven't seen him on the schedule to throw even like a side bullpen session, so, so he's... So Stock down. Stock is down, yeah, the Stock is down, the Stock is probably heading for the 60-day injured list, I think. Okay. Um, so people have been wondering, how are the Phillies going to make, you know, get some of these non-roster players onto the 40-man roster? There will be ways to do it. Okay. Um, okay. Well, then, in in that case, tell me about the guys who uh, who they will lose if they don't make the roster. Who are who are the guys who who don't have options or or who can uh, elect free agency? Right. So this is the kind of the bucket here. Uh, uh, one guy who's on the forty man roster right now, Dale Guerra. He is mm-hmm. out of options. He was a waiver claim in the off season. Uh, hasn't really showed me much this spring he's pitched uh, two-thirds of an inning in the majors since 2017 yeah yeah i know you know he had a big year in the pacific coast league last year which was you know 
basically uh, uh, an aluminum bat league <laughs> because the <laughs> balls were flying and the elevations are high. It's notoriously a, 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 a like, hitter's uh, league. Just like high school in uh, Westchester County when I led the uh, county in innings pitched. <laughs> How many home runs did you give up that year, do you know? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think I gave up many home runs. Okay. I would guess uh, I would guess it was maybe two. Wow, well, you did a good job keeping the ball in the ballpark. Yeah, you, you probably had a good FIP. Because FIP so. is uh, yeah. FIP, FIP, you know, FIP rewards you for for strikeout. Well, I don't know how many guys you struck out, but rewards you for strikeouts and not walking guys and keeping the ball in the ballpark. And FIP is also, of course, the Eagles' special teams coordinator. Yes, Dave FIP. Uh, right, Dave? Yeah. Yes. Aha. Um, so Guerra is a guy who they would lose uh, if he doesn't make the team. Uh, that they, doesn't they strike can't. me as something they need to be too worried about. <laughs> Again, like I said, there are 40-man roster spots to be right. had. Uh, I think Guerra is, uh, is one that could that uh, could be freed up if, if he uh, doesn't make the team. I think the thing that they like about him is he, he, he can pitch multiple innings, and I think they're going to need a few guys who can do that. Uh because of the new rule and also because I think that, that this is going to become a thing again. Uh, the multi-inning relievers, I think, are, are going to be a thing again, uh, as they should be, I think. Um, so so he's a guy that they would lose. Uh, and then you go to the other, the more veteran-type guys who are here on minor league deals. So that's like a Frankie Liriano. Uh, that's a Anthony Swarzak. Uh, Bud Norris, although... So, so I need to clarify. Okay, so let's just start with Liriano and Swarzak. Both of them have out clauses uh, sometime at the end of March. I think it's March 18th or 19th. Uh, if they if they don't have it, uh, if the Phillies don't put them on the 40-man roster, they can ask for their outright release. Um, you know, Liriano is an interesting guy. I mean, I think, you know, we can put him in there as number six. Uh his I number, think, he, yeah, you I know, mean, last year was the first year. year. Yeah, last year was the first year he was a, a full-time reliever. He got lefties and righties out. Uh, he's obviously got a, a long track record in the in the major leagues. Uh, he walked three guys last night, three minor league guys. It, it wasn't <laughs> a great look. Um, it, it it was bad. Uh, but it was one outing, and and again, you you know, you have to weigh the track record, you know, with the spring right. performance and. I feel like I he's, he's. I feel like he's more worth not losing uh, for like upside reasons than obviously a, a deal as Guerra. I agree, one hundred percent, and I think that's why Liriano will will make this team. And and, and he also probably uh, he also to your previous point that that gives you three lefties in the bullpen that probably gives you more leeway to put Ranger Suarez in AAA right away. Yeah, like I can't see them carrying four lefties. I, I just think. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't work um you know three is a lot <laughs> i mean yeah. it's a, it's a lot and and uh lariano though can get righties out at least he did last year now the years before that when he was starting righties hit him hard but it, mm. it's such a, it's apples to oranges because you know he's facing guys for a second and third time in the lineup and as a reliever you know he's only going to face these guys once uh in a game so I've got Liriano as the as on the team as as the as the sixth slot, and that that leaves us with two more, two more vacancies in our in our bullpen building mm-hmm. uh, task here. Swarzak hasn't looked great. Uh, he pitched fifty innings in the bigs yeah, last he's year. He's the one guy who actually pitched a, a bunch last year in the bigs. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, 
I don't think the stuff has been as good uh, as, as maybe as the Phillies had hoped for this spring. Um, again, I'm not trying. I'm trying not to evaluate these guys on spring performances. I'm trying to look, you know, try to use my eyes here and then also talk to people who are, you know, actually in charge of evaluating these guys. And and he hasn't really. I don't think he's done a lot to to help his case. Uh, now, also in that group of like veteran type guys, you have guys like Bud Norris, uh, Drew Storen, uh, who are on minor league deals, but they don't have out clauses at the end of spring. So those okay. guys technically uh, can can go to play, and, you know, as long as they don't retire, which like Bud Norris might retire if he doesn't make the team, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Parker's in this group too. Like, you know, he doesn't have an out clause. Um Storin so, has that uh, has that story of you know he was out he was at a baseball for a couple of years recovering from Tommy John and then had as you said had the the yips last year but then he went to driveline at the end of the year and seems to have picked something up to get his velocity back. Yeah, like he he's interesting. Um, yeah, I think he's interesting. I, I think, I'm more yeah, interested he's interesting in him to than the some point, of these other guys. Right, and he's interesting to the point where I want him if I'm the Phillies I say look look. Drew, we, we like what you did. We want to see you do it at AAA for a month. Please go to AAA and, you know, pitch your way. You know, give us another month and see. we'll see how you do and pitch your way onto this team. And I, like I think that. that's a realistic – yeah, I think that's realistic. Yeah. Now, now I don't he's know. Also not, Storm I mean, he's, he's 32 and a half, 33. He's not like, you know, uh, Bud Norris is 35. There's a, there's, I think there's a yeah. little bit more on his in, left in his arm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair, and and maybe Storn says no. Maybe Storn has an opportunity yeah. overseas, uh, in Japan or or, or, or South Korea, uh, which I think is built into his contract. So I think that that maybe has been explored. Um, we'll see. Uh, but I think if I'm the Phillies, I'm trying to convince this guy to go to AAA and and be like, look, we're intrigued, but we need to see. A, we just need to see a little more. We we want to see you do it uh, because he he really didn't pitch a lot uh, last year. He's and he was in the Royals uh, minor league system. So it seems like one of the things this bullpen is missing is somebody who who throws hard. Uh, and, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I mean, and, Dominguez uh, is yeah. Dominguez after well, Dominguez, Dominguez and, of course. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I like about Big Bob Stock. Tell me, tell me about Reggie McLean, who who seems to throw a little bit harder, and and I think he was caught up in the uh, in the Astros uh, thing a little bit. Like he got he got crushed by the Astros and pit at in Houston, and then and then pitched okay everywhere else last year with the Mariners. Yeah, he's been like ninety two, ninety three with the fastball oh, this spring, which is not yeah, uh, that's not, not what we were expecting. And, and again, it's hard because, like, a guy, you know, you're not expecting a guy to come out and throw the hardest he can throw in February. Uh, if he was, you probably would be a little worried. You're like, hey, buddy, just uh, peel back a little right. bit. Um, take take a know. deep breath. Yeah. But uh, it, 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 hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been as electric, uh, I guess, as, as, as we had kind of been expecting um, or, or had been billed. I mean, he, he, you know, there was data on him cause he pitched in the big leagues last year mm-hmm. and, 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 and it, the data suggests that he's, he's a little, uh, he's a few ticks behind right now. Uh, I, I, I talked to McLean. I wrote about the Astros stuff earlier in the spring, but uh, you know, one thing I didn't include in that story is he, he's he said to me, is like, I really see myself as a multi-inning guy. I want to, I want to have that mentality. I don't want to always be a max effort guy. And I don't know if the Phillies, uh, would, would agree with that. Um, okay. But it's the kind of the approach that he wanted to take. Uh, so we'll see. He's on the 40-man roster. He has a minor league option, though. So I think you could see them, uh, you know, see them send him to, to AAA for, for some depth. 
All right, so of the of the young guys, we're looking we're looking for a live arm now. A bunch of these guys are lefties, and we've already got three lefties, so we can uh, we can gloss over them for now. Uh, you know, your your Damon Jones. Well, uh, I mean, let me. Yeah, you're get. This okay. is where it's get. This is where I I get the juices really flowing, Bo. This is this is uh, the fun stuff. This is this I is the like fun the stuff right here. The best anyway. Yeah. Right, but also, but like you know, there have been some guys here who have caught my eye and have caught okay. the eyes of people who. Uh, who are paid to have their eyes caught? Um, and let That's me better. start Sounds with like a guy. Hurts. Let me start with a guy. This is a teaser. I mean, I hopefully uh, no one listens to this and writes about it. But uh, Ramon Rosso. Oh, I like this. I had him on my list. Ramon Rosso. Uh, he, great, great baseball. Player. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm trying not to reveal everything because I want to write about this. Let's just say that he had some off-season training. Uh, he is throwing harder. Uh, he has this fastball that has a natural cut to it. It was up to 97 miles per hour uh, a couple days ago over in Dunedin, and I had this confirmed by uh, somebody who was sitting behind home plate. He was mostly like 94 to 96, topping at 97 mm. with a slider that uh, was pretty wicked. Uh, this guy has has been a starter for, for most of his uh, minor league career. He was actually signed by the Dodgers and released uh, like after a few months. Uh Big dude, strong guy, Dominican. Uh, this guy's got a shot. I mean, this guy is a big league reliever, I think. Speaking and I'm not language. saying he's a big league closer. I think he's you know, he's, a, he's a solid big league re- middle reliever, which is what they're looking for. Now, you know, this is this is the real debate here. It's like, do you carry a guy like this to start the season? Or do you have him, you know, go down and, and keep working on it? Uh, you know, have him keep starting because he throws a bunch of pitches. Uh I'm sorry. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in. Uh, I'm. I'm actually recording this in. Uh, in Philly's PR czar Greg Castriato's office here at Spectrum Field, and then there's a window in the door, and, and they are making funny faces at me as I report this. Um, <laughs> because they can't believe you're talking about Ramon Rosso. Well, they can't hear me, so uh, I'm sure that's why. But uh, I, Ramon Rosso has. Let's just say he is. He is impressed. He has caught uh, people's attention here. Uh, he is in play, I think. And, and Joe Girardi alluded to this a little bit uh, last week where, where he was asked, uh, he, he was hyping up Damon Jones, a lefty who I wrote about mm-hmm. last year who, who had a really big uptick in stuff. He got to AAA, he's a starter. Uh, some command issues, which is why people see him as a reliever down the road. And you kind of ask Joe, it's like, well, you know, some of these younger guys who are starters, like, can you take them as relievers to start the season? Like, do you know, do you, are you willing to do that right now? And he said he kind of hinted at that, yes, that he would be willing to do it at least because he says it depends on how you project the guy. And let's be real, Ramon Rosso is probably, right. you know, at best like a fringy five, number five, number six starting pitcher in the big leagues. This is but, his future. Yeah, his future is a reliever. And Damon Jones, like, you know, could he be a back of the rotation starter? Yeah, he could. Uh, I mean, he's got terrific stuff. If he could throw the ball, uh, uh, you know, with more throw more strikes, and yeah, he could be a back of the rotation starter. But he's probably a reliever. Uh, and 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 the question is, do you make those 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 decisions now, or do you delay him as long as you can? Player development people like to delay those decisions as long as they can. Uh, but you know, you got to think about. Damon Jones and Ramon Rosso right now because no one has separated themselves and 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 and, and you know because you know Tommy Hunter and Victor Arano are, are, are going to be on the injured list to start the season and because David Robertson had Tommy John surgery I mean you have openings here 
and and these early season games are important. It's it's not as if, you know, you know, you got to win these games early on. I mean, we've we've made a lot about this. I mean, you know, John Middleton and ownership uh, are are willing to go over the luxury tax limit. It sounds like. Uh, but they need some convincing, and that means that these early season games carry some importance. You can't win a division in April or May. You you can certainly lose it though. Uh, so, like I get waiting to make decisions on some of these guys, but man, you gotta win. You have to win. And if you think that Ramon Rosso as a sixth inning or seventh inning guy gives you a better shot than Anthony Swarzak right now, then hell yeah. You know, yeah, let's let's on, do it. Man. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm happy to hear that Ramon Rosso is getting your juices flowing, Mr. Gill, because uh, this is our first free episode, which means we've got an ad to read. And I, I want to know, if you were to guess, on average, how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? Uh, five. Hmm, interesting. 29 days it takes people, on average, to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. That is That is the month of February in a leap year. And if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment as soon as possible. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com slash HITS, H-I-T-S, for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash HITS for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Well, listen, okay, we've got two spots left. I want one of these young guys to get this to get this spot. So, uh, yeah, so your, let's just it's say... your opinion that Rosso over, uh, you know, Damon Jones, Jojo Romero, what about, like, uh, Addison Russ and Mauricio Yovera, any of these guys? Yeah, so I, w- I want to just mention, right, yeah, like a couple guys who I, I think I've seen this year who or this spring who I think will pitch for the Phillies this year at some point but won't make the team out mm-hmm. of camp. Yovera is one. Uh, he, he's as advertised. He throws hard. Uh, he's, they're probably still going to try him as a starter in the minors, but he's a reliever. Um, uh, Addison Russ has got a big league splitter, uh, for sure. No question. It's a big league pitch. Now that the, the, the fastball is not great. Um, he, he's been okay, uh, in the spring. I think he will pitch for the Phillies at some point in the summertime. Uh, I've got him as a guy who, who, who is an option, uh, Connor Brogdon uh, is a is a real tall dude who throws a hell of a changeup. Uh, big righty, he will pitch for the Phillies in 2020 at some point. I am convinced of that, barring injury. Uh, I don't think he'll make the team. He hasn't gotten a lot of looks in the spring. This guy, uh, this guy is a, a big league middle reliever, uh, and he'll be a Triple A to start the year. Uh, you know. A guy that is really, people are going to laugh when they hear this. Austin Davis has thrown more strikes this spring. I, I know he's kind of been a whipping boy for the last few years. Uh, I, You know, because they're carrying, you know, in my hypothetical scenario here, they're carrying three lefties already. Uh, I don't think Davis can make the team out of, out of the camp, but uh, he has a minor league option. He, he would go to AAA, and again, I think he would pitch for them at some point in 2020. 
beyond that, um, what about Adonis Medina and Daniel De Los Santos? De Los Santos has been sidelined with a hamstring thing. Uh, he's he's going to go to AAA. Medina also going to AAA. Uh, from what I understand, they're going to have a and, and this will really get your juices flowing, Bo. A a modified piggyback system for their uh, AAA rotation. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, they are going to try to keep many many uh, men stretched out as starters at AAA, many and what men. that means is that. They are going to have to piggyback some of these guys. Where one 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 turn through the rotation, player A will start, and player B will follow him. And then the next time through the rotation, player B will start, and player A will follow him. Uh, you know, in like four inning stints or something. Uh, there's going to be a lot of that at AAA, I think. Okay. Um, the uh, Phillies may to need fill- to. The Phillies may need to make a trade though, because. Uh, I was just texted the identity of a minor leaguer in the Marlins system, an outfielder in rookie ball, whose name is Richard Roman. Oh, really? Sounds like uh, he should. I mean, he's he's like he's the pitch man. This is this. We got to get him these ad reads. This is our guy. Why hasn't Roman sponsored him yet? It's a good question. Uh, what okay. about Roman? What about Roman Quinn? We got a Roman, Roman here in Canada. I mean, it's his name's not Richard, but that, yeah, that that still works. Uh, okay, yeah. so well, we have one more spot here to still. Well, fill. We, we're giving Ramon Rosso one of the spots. Yeah, let's give. Let's I'm give. It. It's probably it. not going to happen, but whatever. This is my bullpen. I'm building I it, so it. I want I want Ramon Rosso on the team. All right, now we need one, one more. I mean, I feel like I feel like none of these other guys, if they're if they're not super exciting, like live arm wise. Is it the worst thing in the world to just to just let Anthony Swarzak start the year and see if if he can give you a few good innings? No, I think what I think though I'm, I know who my eighth guy is here, and okay. I'm also going to get some eye rolls, some heavy eye rolls. I I want Edgar Garcia as okay. my eighth man in the bullpen. Uh, struggled at times last year to throw strikes. Throw strikes you know, right. yeah, really once you know. Strike one is so big for every pitcher. Like that's a it's a it's a cliche, but for Edgar Garcia, strike one is huge because if he's up 0-1, he can break out that slider, which is a great pitch. It's it's a big league pitch. Problem is, uh, you know, when he's when he's behind in the count, he really has to go to his fastball, and you know, the fastball is is, is just is just okay, and it was getting hit pretty hard uh, when he was behind in the counts because because the hitters are just kind of sitting on it. They know it's coming. Uh, He's thrown more strikes in general this this spring. Uh, the slider is a good pitch. Uh, look like he he could do a lot worse than your eighth guy in the bullpen, and 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 I suspect that those six and seventh and eighth spots in the bullpen are going to be uh, somewhat interchangeable for most of the season. Are going to be a lot of guys shuttling in and out. So let me let me start with him. He's on the forty man roster. He's got minor league options. If I, so if if I he, give you, uh, let's say seventeen and a half relievers the Phillies use this year over under oh over way over yeah like guys who pitch guys who pitch as a reliever like guys who enter the game as a reliever um yeah 24 and a half that's a lot no I would take the under on that yeah (laughs) I mean if they're over 24 and a half something terrible has happened (laughs) coronavirus has spread (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's how many guys they have right now (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so my bullpen then uh, on March 5th is okay. Hector Neris, Jose Alvarez, Adam Morgan, Sir Anthony Dominguez, 
Francisco Liriano, Ramon Rosso, uh, Edgar Garcia, and Nick Pavetta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's fine. And then you've got literally like 10 guys in AAA who who you can call up at any time. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah, I mean, and, and... Look, I mean, like, let's not let's be real. I mean, this is bullpen's going to be an issue for them. I mean, they they are going to struggle to find the right combination. But like you said, the 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 advantage they have is that they have a a, a plethora of combinations to try, uh, and and try them they will. I think I think there I, I really think that uh, quantity over quality is is a fine way to go about trying to get through the season with, with your bullpen. I don't disagree with you. I don't. And and uh, it is amazing, though, how different things would look if, if, if Dave Robertson uh, was healthy. You know, even sure. if he had missed all of last year, you know, getting, you know, 90, 80% of Dave Robertson for this whole season uh, really would have changed, I think, the outlook on, on a lot of this. And presumably Arano and Hunter are in the mix at some point whenever they get healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they both might be ready sometime in April. So, I mean, some of these spots are just temporary. Um, Yeah. All right, Mr. Gill, we close out the show with uh, the antithesis of the grouse, our uh, identification of someone or something who deserves uh, a bit of a a shout-out. This is Jeffrey Breakout Lucille. This is our, our Lucille. Who gets your Lucille? Uh, for the first free episode of Everybody Hits. So I'm going to go with Rob Thompson, the Phillies bench coach. Uh, he has the, the 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 task of scheduling spring training, like, he, you know, the workouts, organizing everything, like where guys are supposed to be and when, who's supposed to be catching them, who's in, you know, this hitting group, which coach is throwing into that hitting group. It is insane the amount of work that goes into planning a spring training camp it seems Uh, crazy that that's just one person's job well rob thompson takes it very seriously he is detail oriented he is a canadian man who is one of the nicer guys you'll meet in this game and uh he's in the canadian baseball hall of fame he got inducted last summer uh but it's such a it's such a thankless task that no one really you know thinks about uh, because man, there's so much that goes into it, and we are here for so long. And Rob Thompson uh, makes sure that it's operating on schedule, and uh, he he does a really nice job of it. And he obviously knows Joe Girardi from their time together with the Yankees, and I think that has really made for a, a seamless transition. And Rob Thompson, he gets uh, he gets my he gets my admiration for for running a, a very well uh, scripted camp. All right, I like that. Uh, I'm gonna give my Lucille to. Uh, the show Survivor. Really? Yes. Uh, Survivor is a great show. I know that it's. I know that it makes me sound like a very old man watching CBS, but uh, it's 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 a great sport. Uh, and this season has been good because it's uh, a lot of winners returning. It's it's fun, and I have to say, uh, it occurred to me that two of my favorite players in this uh, season are Wendell and Kim, which makes me Wendell think, Kim of, of Wendell Kim. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah. So there's your baseball connection. What was it? Wave him in, Wendell Kim? Wasn't that like the... Yeah, yeah wave him in, yeah. Wendell, or something like that? Yeah, wave him in, Wendell. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was it. We're free. How do you feel? Well, I mean, I hope people listen. Uh, I hope I talk nice. less in the next one. Uh, you know, I think the next one will tape. I'll be at home, but I think we can we can still tape it. Or we can have Megan, uh, who is who is coming down to tag team, switch off. 
uh, you know, could could join you next week. Maybe we do a three-way uh, with Megan uh, from here in Clearwater. I think that sounds uh, like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate everyone listening. And uh, if you don't subscribe to The Athletic, please subscribe. Uh, there's there's uh, silly talk like this, and there's silly stories that, uh, that, that I wrote, uh, like about Neil Walker uh, and Joe Girardi's Sandlot coach. But then there's also serious stories, too, about – uh, trying to figure out how the Phillies uh, are going to improve from a 500 record last season. And I think, I don't know this for certain, but I believe theathletic.com slash everybody hits will get you 40% off. So It will. Uh, check yeah. that out. All right. Thanks for listening. We're happy to be uh, outside the paywall. And, uh, and hopefully if this was your first time listening, you'll join us again, and maybe it'll be a better episode next time. Uh, thanks for listening. For Matt, I'm Bo, and we'll talk to you next time.